Hi friends, how's it going? Welcome back. It's been a while. I mean, hasn't it always been a while, but yeah, here we are. Thank you so much for being here and joining me today. I hope everyone's day is going well. I'm really looking forward to being back and recording some new episodes for you guys before the year finishes. Yeah, so today is like the first snowfall here in Toronto. And usually, I mean, typically for everyone, I think the cold weather and snow just kind of make us feel like sad and like a little bit emotional. And yeah, I think it's just interesting because it's kind of like the year is close. Like for me, when I know it's getting colder and snowing, it's like the year is coming to an end. And my birthday is like at the end of December. So it kind of like a really nice time for some self-reflection. But yeah, we're going to get into so much of that in the next episode, which will be my solo episode. I did a Q&A on Instagram and I got some really amazing questions. I think that majority of the questions had to do with kind of like balance and a lot of career stuff so we'll get into that then and me just sharing a little bit of been what's going on which will be great but yeah i think the past couple of weeks or even like month or two have really been a time for stillness which we know i get incredibly uncomfortable with it's something that i have always been working on i'm learning and i'm trying to get better with it there's a lot of self-talk that is involved with me feeling comfortable during quiet times just because i'm typically a person that really thrives in busy like hustle environments it's just something that has always got me going in terms of any stage of my career or any type of job that I had I need to be busy which is like a really insane crazy concept because we as humans should be thriving in stillness and relaxing and taking care of ourselves and you know listening to our bodies and knowing what we need. So yeah, it's been an adjustment and I'm learning and just trying to kind of, you know, overcome that. I think for me, it really brought about like a lot of weird emotions and feelings, but I think being self-aware is definitely the first step. But yeah, I have been cooking more. I've been doing more Pilates. I actually got back on a reformer, which was so nice. I haven't done it. I I think the last time I did it was like last summer in New York, like two summers ago in New York, actually. So it was really nice to get back on the reformer and, you know, do all the things. But yeah, we're just going to continue doing that until the end of the year and until I find that little motivation to get a little bit more intense with things. I think it's getting cold. So that's might be the opposite. But anyways, <laughs> I'm really excited about today's episode because it is with one of my favorite brands and it's one of my favorite founders as well. So I'm sitting down with Lulu Gee, who is the founder of Elix Healing. So Elix Healing is an incredible 
company that has a lot of, well, I mean, the, all the products are very TCM based. They take elements from traditional Chinese medicine to help heal us from within and make us feel better. And they have a product called Cycle Balance, which I tried for a couple of months. It is supposed to help. Well, it does help with all period symptoms that you may have. Right now, I'm currently hooked on Daily Harmony, which is one of the many components of what I do to kind of self-regulate my stress and my anxiety. And it's been absolutely incredible, but enough about the products because you're going to learn so much about them within this episode. Also, we're going to be touching on what Lulu was doing prior to starting this business, her thoughts on, you know, why women's medicine is often pushed to the side and kind of the, the, the East me West approach when it comes to our healthcare system and how we should be taking care of ourselves. Uh, we talk a lot about the formulations behind psycho balance and kind of how that came to life. And I love, I love when there is, you know, when there are brands that have these really unique blends that support us, kind of how those blends come to be and how each element really helps each part of our bodies. So we talk about that. And then we, of course, talk about their clinical study that took place last year, because it is such a rare thing that brands get to do. These are incredibly expensive and timely. And yeah, so that's it. I think you will learn a lot in this episode and I hope you love it. Hi, Lulu. I'm so excited to chat. How's your day going? Hi, Michelle. I'm actually having the most amazing day on my way over to this podcast. Someone recognized me in the wild and told me all about how Elix has been helping her irregular cycles and PCOS. So I got to come from this amazing conversation with a member of our community that I met in the wild to this podcast. So just can't be better. <laughs> so excited. Well, for those of you who are listening and are not familiar with Lulu, which would be strange to me because I think for me personally too, you're such a prominent figure on my social media. Like when I'm scrolling, like I'll see you somehow, some way. So I would love to kind of for you to introduce yourself and we'll go from there. Sounds great. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Lulu G, and I'm the founder and CEO of Elix. We are a brand and community dedicated to helping people holistically heal their hormone and menstrual health by discovering the beauty of traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, we take an tech approach where there's an online health assessment that anyone can take. It's free to learn more about the signals and symptoms and really how to start tuning in to our health and discovering new ways to support and nourish ourselves. I love that. I'm so excited to get into it. But before we do that, also, I want to know how have you been these past few months? What's going on? What's new? You know what? It's been a really hectic and busy and excitement filled couple of months, <laughs> to be honest. And I don't know if it's because, you know, even though COVID is still happening, but somehow I think we've tricked ourselves into believing that the world is back to normal. And somehow we've ended up in a place of like overscheduling and a lot of fun and excitement. But I think that also leads to, you know, just a lot going on for our bodies and our minds to handle. So I've actually 
actually been trying to double down on like my sleep ritual and nourishment and, you know, all the healthy basics. Yeah. I love that you said that because I actually was having a conversation with a friend last week and I was like, something as simple, like I was trying to think about my life, you know, 2019, early 2020. And I feel like I was so go, go, go. And I never realized that until, you know, we took two years and we our, all of our schedules completely changed, mm -hmm. I will say. Mm -hmm. But now we're thrown into this and something that like so minimal, like getting dressed in the morning and like going to a meeting or going to a, a movie or a gallery or for dinner, it is like the most exhausting task. And it's such a weird sensation and I can't even get into it like even more, but it's so interesting because as someone who, you know, you run a business, you're probably slammed with back-to-backs nonstop. So it's like a hyper overstimulation and like also being in person now too, right? I can't even begin. To yeah, imagine. it's actually an adjustment. I've, you know, it's like when we launched actually during the beginning of the pandemic. And so at first it was like massive pivoting to like, you know, canceling all of our in-person events and activations. And then this year it's kind of been like readjusting to more in-person meetings and events. And, uh, you know, I, I actually realized, to be honest, uh, we're, we're hiring for anyone else listening out there. Um, I really need an assistant uh, and someone to kind of be my boss and help me maintain healthy boundaries on my calendar because otherwise, you know, I am an extrovert. I get energized by people and really quickly before I know it, I'm overscheduled and I just, I need someone to help me manage it all. And I think as women, as founders, we just all need to be more mindful of our own needs first so that we can show up as our best selves and be honest with ourselves about like how much we can actually take on to be successful and to bring our best energy forward. So anyone who's interested in learning all about startup life, health and wellness, marketing support, please join our team. So this is basically LinkedIn right now. So if you're listening, this is your audio LinkedIn. If you are looking for work and you want to work with the incredible Lulu, this will be the job for you. We're posting it this week. Oh, okay, great. Perfect. Amazing. So I do want to know a little bit about your background and how you kind of brought Elix into life. But first kind of like, you know, what were you doing before this? Um, what was your work life like? And, you know, what did you go to school for? So I started off my career in a very actually traditional corporate career. I did a master's in social organizational psychology, and I was basically an organizational psychologist. And what that means is I start off in consulting. I would go into different organizations and help figure out how can people be happier, more productive, feel more fulfilled at work? Because in the world of positive psychology, it's like, you know, if people are engaged and empowered, that's when the best work can happen. But unfortunately, most of the time companies would bring us in, not because they were being proactive about the workplace, but because shit hit the fan, <laughs> something happened, or there was a lawsuit, or there was a new strategy and something, you know, wheels went off the bus, and they're like, please come in and help us fix this. So I think I've always just been really passionate about helping people reach their potential. And right before I launched Elix, I actually got recruited to Saks Fifth Avenue, 
in the department store world was going through so much massive change. Like people didn't expect, it sounds wild now, but like in 2013, people didn't expect the internet and e-commerce to take off. They didn't expect that we would be buying like thousand dollar luxury, like shoes online. 1000%. I know exactly what you mean. Like, I think we were so used to kind of like the little things here and there, like a book or, you know, something that we're was so used in our everyday, but sacks, especially like placing what a $2,000, like an order for a bag. It's like, that's wild for me. But like at the beginning, I was like, how does shipping work? Like, am I going to get my product? What if it's lost? Is that on me? Is there insurance? Totally get it. <laughs> so many questions. And I think e-commerce started off as like this tiny little experiment. And then it became the main drivers of the business. And it really upset the status quo. So there was a lot of like politics. There was a lot of like renegotiating strategy, boundaries, all these things. And, you know, to be honest, it was kind of my dream job and my dream challenge to take on. And you know, as it happens, I think when we're working on things that we're, we really love and we're passionate about, it's really easy to burn ourselves out and to give too much. I'm not realizing. Totally. And so I quickly got to a place of work hard, play hard, and my body was absolutely depleted, but I didn't even know it. And it showed up in all these different health issues. Like I remember one Saturday a couple years ago when I was still at Saks, I woke up, I was stretching in the bathroom. I sneezed mid-stretch and I pulled out my back. I literally couldn't stand up straight for like weeks. And I had so much chiropractic care, physical therapy. And it was really because of stress and tension. There was so much stress and my body was just holding on so tightly to tension that like that simple little action of sneezing set it off. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, and it, the worst part was like in my periods, like my periods had always been a non-event because I was on birth control for like 16 years, blindly prescribed it as a teenager. And then when I went off the pill, I didn't know it at the time, but I basically had post-birth control syndrome. My period went missing for a few months and then it came back with a vengeance. It was super heavy, painful, hormonal acne everywhere. And always the same story. And it's so horrifying, if I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. It's so terrible. Yeah, it's such a band-aid. So I feel like it's such a band-aid solution, but we'll get into that later on. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of like my my journey pre-Elix. And, you know, that's kind of eventually, it took me probably two or three years to get to a place where I was like, oh, I need to create a business around this. But that was kind of like, you know, setting the stage of what was going on in my life at the time and started me on this journey of understanding like how my hormones are connected to every single aspect of my health and how, you know, for most of us as like women and people with periods, there just really aren't great solutions out there today. Mm -hmm. And that kind of gets into my next question. I think Elix as a whole, you guys have been doing so much research behind this. And, you know, I think something with the common denominator is, and we all ask ourselves in the past few years, especially, it's like, why has women's health been pushed to the side and not really been taken care of when we're literally half of the population? <laughs> and, you know, periods are something that we suffer with and struggle with. And I say that because I kind of think we're in this time that our hormones are so effective just based off of like where the world is. Like we we know so much that stress is such a cause for how our hormones mm -hmm. come out and how they are dealt with. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to know your opinion. Like why do you think 
something like this has been just pushed to the side until now we're in like the 21st century which is like crazy <laughs> i mean it's sad and frustrating but i think it comes back to if you look at the people the men really who have been in control of the dollars and the decision makers around healthcare, they don't experience menstrual cycles and they don't know the pain of it and you know if I were to be cynical, I also think it's a little bit of like a mechanism of control in society to maintain the status quo. If we look at so many indigenous cultures around the world, where it's more of, let's say, a matriarchal society where women are really in charge and celebrated, menstrual cycles are actually viewed as like a welcoming into adulthood and this empowering experience because you're now able, when you have your period, to give life to future generations. Like it's so powerful. Like there are indigenous groups like in Hawaii and Asia where there's like special like spaces that you you can only enter once you start your period. And it's like a celebration of like life and the power that you now have as a human being. Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, it's like, think about how different society would be today if that's how we welcome the start of periods versus, you know, like in second or third grade, girls go into one room, boys go into the other. And now girls are told you're about to start bleeding for the rest of your life and your life is gonna suck, good luck. <laughs> oh Wait, this, okay. Have you seen on Instagram the Bro v. Wade account? So it's this woman that goes around and is interviewing all these men on the streets being like, how many tampons does, you know, someone need during their period? And they're like, one. And I'm like, this is so bad. <laughs> like, all of this is so bad. It's like they definitely need to go back to school and be taught from the very beginning. <laughs> Yeah, we need to reimagine sex ed. And, you know, it's wild to me too. Last week, I was having a conversation with one of the lead research, female researchers at the National Institute of Health. And she was saying that for like literally like decades, menstrual cycles weren't even thought of as a clinical research endpoint, meaning that we were launching new drugs, new therapies and interventions like the vaccine without ever measuring its effect on the menstrual cycle but now because of all of this you know research that has come out on the effect of the vaccine on the menstrual cycle you know it sucks that it wasn't tested before it launched but the beauty of it is that now it's actually prompting researchers and scientists to think oh well maybe we should measure menstrual health outcomes across every future all of them right yeah. and it's like thank you that this is now happening in 2022 and it, it just like it blows my mind that women weren't even and women were systematically excluded from clinical research until 1993. So I think the louder that we are, the more conversations we have around this topic, the more hopeful I am that we start to see more change and progress. Amazing. I, I completely agree. So once this happened with like your own personal experience, how did you make this happen? Were you visiting, you know, practitioners and, you know, working on your own formulations? Like, how did this come to life? And I'm just going to ask, was the first product you kind of ever created, was it Cycle Balance? Yes. Absolutely. Um, and actually it was, it was because that was the thing that helped me. So my grandfather actually ran a hospital in China. So, and I grew up with Chinese herbal medicine, but, you know, growing up in the West, I kind of 
always question, does it actually work? And <laughs> what's the science behind it? It absolutely works. <laughs> right, right. I wish I could tell my younger self, like, keep bringing those bone broths to school. That's way better than the Lunchables that I ended up switching to. <laughs> but basically, um, my grandfather connected me with a doctor, Dr. Sha Hongshen, who read my pulse, looked at my tongue, asked me all these questions about like the color of my menstrual blood, clotting, diet, lifestyle. And then at the end of this assessment, he was able to give me like a personalized blend of herbs to help with what was causing my menstrual symptom. And essentially, you know, for Elix, we've kind of productized that experience, like brought that experience of seeing an herbal medicine practitioner online. And, you know, in the beginning, I didn't realize how important personalization was for herbal remedies. But, you know, I started using the herbs. It really, it helped me so much in the first month that all my girlfriends at Saks were asking me if they could have my period formula. And at the time I was thinking, this was like 2017, I was like, why not? And I remember calling Dr. Shah. I was like, Dr. Shah, great news. It's my first month and my blood is already brighter and my cramps are so much less intense and I have so much more energy and so many of my girlfriends want to try this. Can I give it to them? And he basically said, absolutely not, because your formula worked for you based on your pattern diagnosis. So like your symptom of conditions and the pattern that it pointed to, and to figure out what your friends need, we would need to do an intake assessment on them. So that's kind of what got my wheels turning in the first place was this. And I really respect that too, because mm -hmm. I find that sometimes a lot of practitioners like would just be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like why not? Yeah, why not? Like, we'll make some money here. Like, let's just do it. But it, it's more so about having that customized approach to our bodies and our health and our well-being. And I think it is so important for everyone. And it, not just when it comes to periods, when it comes to so many different areas totally. of our health, it's not one size fit all. And what works for someone else might not work for you. And it's like, then we can have also get into self-diagnosing and prescribing, but yeah, <laughs> that's another issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's such a great point, Michelle, because it's like, I think about like wellness and wellness trends, right? And mm -hmm. it's like not, turmeric is great herb. It's also like a heating herb. So like, you know, should everyone be drinking turmeric lattes all the time? Maybe not, <laughs> you know, like these are the conversations I want to have exactly. more of is like, how can we help people tune in to the signals of their body? And that's really like my mission in life is, you know, as a licks, like we say, we exist to help you become your own best healer and health advocate. And we're here providing the tools and the resources to help you tune in, help you learn more. But at the end of the day, you know, we are on our own individual journeys. Taking a quick break from our episode with a message from our sponsors. Elix is the first tech-enabled platform to deliver personalized traditional Chinese medicine by combining centuries of knowledge, medicinal herbs, and clinical research to empower self-healing. Beginning with menstrual and hormone health, Elix brings an East meets West approach to undeserved and stigmatized area of chronic care. Elix's Hero Product Psychobalance is a personalized formula of medicinal herbs that holistically support menstrual symptoms by treating the underlying hormonal imbalances that cause them. It is clinically proven to significantly reduce the severity of 15 common menstrual symptoms, including cramps, mood swings, bloating, and more. 
Not only do I love how Elix makes me feel, I love their commitment to educating their community on how to tune in to their own bodies and heal naturally. Start healing today by taking their free 15-minute health assessment and use code LEMONWATER15 for 15% off your first order of Psycho Balance. Now, back to our episode. From then, like, how did you decide, okay, this is what, there's there's a miss here. Yeah. This is something that should be brought to the market. So mm-hmm. how do you go about doing something like that? Because it is so personalized and so customized. Totally. It was a lot of research and experimentation. I was probably in the research, experimentation, and feedback phase, to be honest, for about two years. I really wanted to make sure if I was going to quit my nine to five and go headfirst into this, I wanted to bring something in the world that would actually make a difference in people's lives and actually work. And so the first part of it was the research on how and why this works. Like, what are the questions that an acupuncturist or an herbalist and a natural path would ask in order to figure out someone's pattern? What are all the patterns that exist? And then what are all the different herbal formulas that are clinically proven to help those patterns? And so we kind of launched in stages, I would say. So first we piloted the health assessment. A lot of people told me that no one would ever complete this 50 to 60 question, 10 minute online questionnaire about like these super weird questions such as the color of your blood, your clotting, your bowel movements. And I thought, well, let's test this. And I think that's one of the biggest things I learned is like when you're starting something new that's never existed, you might get a lot of naysayers like poo-pooing on your idea. And rather than feeling defeated, like put it out into the world and see like what other people think. And then for me, it was like looking at, okay, what does the research say about the formulas? I built out a medical advisory team. It was really important to me, and even in the early days, to make sure we had the Chinese medicine perspective, but then also the Western biomedicine perspective. Because I think oftentimes it almost feels like there's two camps in the world. There's like, you're either into like wellness and holistic, or you believe in science. I'm like, wait, but the Why two- Why can't it be both? Different. Like a little yeah. bit, you have to pull from both sides. Definitely, definitely. And then, you know, we ran a pilot. We like launched it. Once we saw that people were like really into taking the health assessment, learning more about their health, then we launched a pilot with the formulas and To be honest, we started off, I remember, with uh, powdered extracts because we thought, oh, that's like, you know, everything out there these days is like powders and people are used to using powders. And to be honest, it was like the cheapest to like combine powders of herbs. But one, I learned that they weren't the most bioavailable. A lot of times to make something into a powder, there's like different fillers and binding agents that go into it. And traditional way to create herbal decoction in Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic is actually to boil it down in a liquid decoction. That's when your body can best absorb. And it kind of goes back to this theory of food as thy medicine. Like my grandma would put in like ginseng or goji berries into her chicken soup and bone broth. And that's how we really, you know, absorb those. Exactly. Exactly. And also the powders didn't taste great. They weren't ever taste good they like literally they never taste good i would prefer from the get-go i was like i want tincture everything tincture because for me i put it under my tongue and i love 
I love the, the tincture medicinal taste, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. But when it's in powder, it's like you ruined my journey. And I just don't want to be like, I don't want to take part anymore. But yeah, I mean, the taste actually has a healing and therapeutic effect. So you are totally right here. The taste, the bitterness and the earthiness. I is- take daily harmony every, well, which we'll get into. I take daily <laughs> harmony every morning, but like I make sure to put it in like a big bottle because I'm like, I love the taste so much. And it just feels so nourishing when I take it that I'm like, subconsciously, it's just making me feel good immediately because it tastes so beautiful. I love it. It's like, Oh, I love that for you. Yeah. I love it so much. But, um, so the tincture, obviously. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, that was one of the hardest parts because it's so much easier and cheaper to create powders, pills, and gummies. I remember like we spent like a good six months looking for partners and facility that can actually like, you know, at scale boil down herbs. And I really wanted to boil down our herbs individually. Because, you know, it's kind of like caring for your plants, like different herbs need different processing. And like a delicate herb, like a mint, you don't want to like overheat it and destroy the essential oils. But then like a harder root, like a reishi mushroom or like a ginseng, we may want to boil it for up to three weeks and go in every day and kind of like, oh oh my gosh. I mean, and if you think about it, it also goes, there's a sustainability element because I think like in our fast moving society, we're just like, it's like, okay, I'm going to take these herbs. I'm going to dump it in this boiling pot. I'm going to like boil it on high for an hour. I'm going to drain it and discard it. And it's like, there's actually, I, I fear that there will be one day a global shortage of organic ginseng or like reishi because of the over farming. And like, you know, so I think as, people working with these herbs, we have a responsibility to try to extract the maximum phytonutrients from the plants before we actually discard them. And unfortunately, when you're getting them in like pill or powder form, sometimes you just don't know the quality of the extract or, you know, the process behind it. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. So just switching gears, I think that What's so important to talk about is that a lot of Western medicine is just known for with you and your period when you were younger, it was just so blindly prescribing you with birth control. And this is for like every area. And I don't want to even just say women, men experience this as well, too. Everything is a Band-Aid solution. It We're so quick to, you know, take a pill to just alleviate the pain, whether it is, you know, Tylenol, Advil as the intros. And then, you know, there's so many other things that we take, like for instance, like Ritalin or Vyvanse for ADHD, like everything. And I'm just so interested as to the shift in the conversation being so much more identifying the root cause and supporting it from within to not even have to completely alleviate using anything in the long run. When you identify the cause and there are so many ancient practices that involve herbs and other root vegetables even like what is your hope that like i know you've created such amazing products but i kind of want to know what does the future look like for making something like traditional chinese medicine available to the mass market yeah so much of 
traditional Chinese medicine is a way of life and how do we live more in tune with the rhythm of nature like the from the daily rhythm of the 24 hours like yin and yang like what we do when the sun comes up when the sun comes down you know for us as women and people with periods like how we're living our life according to that monthly cycle and then it's like paying attention to like how the seasonal shifts impact our bodies and you know what we how what we might need to nourish changes it's really this like mind body spirit connection with nature and i think we've become so detached from nature that's why we don't care for a natural world as much and it's really coming back to those elements and to your point so much of this concept in tcm of tuning in i think is really about showing ourselves more kindness and becoming friends with what arises you know whether it's pain frustration and just kind of getting curious about what's here and why and paying attention to what's going on and what we might need and so much of that is like mindfulness is rooted in patience with ourselves right and stillness and i think that it's so difficult for so many of us to find when we live in such a hyper stimulated society right so i think it's so amazing that there are brands like yours that are making it their mission to kind of aid that in some way so yeah i just think that's really beautiful and i'm also wondering that beyond what you have already like i think that cycle balance and daily harmony are two incredible blends and formulations which by the way i found out about cycle balance because i've had terrible periods my whole life but something like daily harmony which i would love for you to get into how did that come about and i, I again like i said like just the ritual of me taking it every morning is so therapeutic and nurturing to myself so kind of a double question too but are you hoping to kind of bring about more blends and formulations that can kind of help us heal from within yes 100 percent. our mission is really to be you know your friend your advisor along this journey to discover the world of traditional chinese medicine from formulations to education to content i'm actually very excited we are bringing on board a new content manager to build out more educational content we just launched a geneva community so if anyone wants to continue these conversations we're having it all in this community room but to answer your question we really launched elix with cycle balance which is a personalized formula you take the health assessment you get your blend for your menstrual and hormone health because that's what led me back to chinese medicine but it was interesting we launched in march 8th 2020 the weekend governor cuomo announced a state of emergency in new york city international women's day <laughs> international women's day we had a 200 person sold out launch event and then yeah. quickly went into you know the new the new normal of the world and at that time our community members were really asking us for like what could support their immune health and so we launched a limited edition ginger aid which is just an organic ginger concentrate i take it after dinner <laughs> 
It's my absolute favorite. And then we launched like Stay Well, Get Well, both as limited releases to support immune health. Especially during that time. Brilliant. (laughs) Yes, especially during that time. And we're actually seeing an uptick in sales of those now as people are traveling, you know, and there's new things coming up in the air all the time. And for us, everything we do is kind of buy in with our community. They really inform product development, the services, the content we roll out. And with Daily Harmony, we were getting a lot of feedback. And look, there's been no shortage of stress in our collective lives the past few years. And we were getting so much feedback towards the end of 2020. Like, We're just collectively exhausted, burnt out, you know, hormones everywhere. A lot of our community members said cycle balance really helped me with my periods, but do you have something I can take every day to support my hormone health, my emotional, my mental well-being? And that's really where Daily Harmony came about. It's based on a 1,000-year-old Chinese formula called Xiaoyao San. And Xiaoyao San has been proven in Asia to help support with like a whole wide range of psychosomatic health-related conditions from being used alongside ADHD or antidepressant medication to help with the side effects at high medicinal dosages to helping with feelings of like nervousness, anxiety, basically like central nervous system dysregulation and hormonal imbalance dysregulation. Like it has just beautiful um, ginseng and angelica sinensis, which is known as like the female ginseng. It it has one of the highest natural reoccurring levels of like folate, iron, vitamins, B12. I mean, all things you'd find in a women's health multivitamin, but it occurs in really high natural levels in this herb, along with properties in Chinese medicine that help move like stagnant blood and chi. And it has a really bitter taste. We have bitter receptors on our ovaries. And in Chinese medicine, bitterness is actually connected to helping like move through um, like and detox, like unwanted, like negativity, thoughts and emotions. So there's a lot of really beautiful anecdotes behind that formula that, you know, I just, I really love. (laughs) I love it so much. And also something that is so unique to Elix is that you guys just released your clinical study and it's something that so few brands have because it does listen like if you are a small brand it is not assumed that you should have this like they are costly they are timely but they do validate a lot and they do i don't want to say legitimize because this practice has been legitimized for centuries but why was that so important and vital for you to have in such early stages of your business thank you so much for that question michelle it's always been important for me to have like an east meets west approach and like we we're saying it's like how do we combine the best of like holistic and science because i think like you know to your point these practices and herbal healing it works but sometimes it just hasn't been the studies haven't been funded and invested in in a western context you know take something like yoga meditation for example 30 years ago (laughs) you would have been like thought of as crazy to practice yoga meditation because the science just wasn't there to show how beneficial it was Mm -hmm. Um, and so i think it adds an additional level of 
credibility. And I think it opens people's minds and hearts to give it a try when they see that there is that clinical research and we have a better understanding of how these herbs work on what symptoms. And I'm just super proud know, we were really ambitious with this study. Typically with supplement studies, you might choose like two or three symptoms, like a small handful. And if you get above a 50% improvement, that's considered a win and you can make claims. We chose 15 different symptoms because we've seen cycle balance help with such a variety, depending on the individual and what they're going through. And we thought like, okay, this would be a win if we could even like score high and like a dozen or like, you know, a handful of them. And we ended up scoring like a 70 to 90% improvement in all 15 symptoms, which is just insane. Like in a three month period, 90% of participants felt a significant improvement in things like hormonal acne, bloating, cramps, migraine, fluid retention, just this whole range. And I think it just gives us the opportunity to start more conversations about how we don't have to accept that our periods should just suck and that it really is connected to so many aspects of our lives. And we can have the agency to create change. That's amazing though. So I'm actually like blown away because it's not something that I seen before. So you should be so proud (laughs) that that has been able to take place and come to life. So I just want to know what is in the works for Elix in the coming year? So many exciting things. Well, we're planning to invest in more clinical research. Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, like it it blows my mind that only 4% of healthcare research goes to women's health. And the majority of that go like 65% goes to fertility. I'm like, we're more than just baby making machines here. (laughs) There's so much more we need to understand about our health. And for people who are suffering from chronic conditions like fibroids, PCOS, endometriosis, like we've seen so many members of our community experience such a huge improvement that we really want to contribute to research for these chronic conditions and show that, you know, while birth control has done great things for people, birth control isn't the only solution and nor should painkillers be the norm. So there's the research. And also, you know, I think you mentioned earlier, we need to take such an individual approach to our health. There's no one size fits all. And so we're actually excited to launch a health coach offering. Would that include like virtual tongue readings and stuff like that? I mean, sign up for emails to learn more. Um, I I mean, my hope has always been that Elix is almost like the, the gateway to help people discover the world of holistic healing and Chinese herbal medicine, but diet lifestyle plays such a huge role. And so I'm really excited to bring on board health coaches who can work with our community members to really like holistically find ways that they can create those shifts they're looking for. Hey, that's amazing. I'm really excited about that. So another thing, I just want to talk a little bit more about you and we don't have much time left, but let's squeeze some more questions in. How are you yourself taking time to stay balanced and grounded, especially during this time of the year? You know, like Q4 comes through and it's like the most 
go, 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 even though you would think the start of the new year is like that. So what are you doing right now to kind of take optimal care of yourself throughout the day and just stay balanced? I love my morning rituals. So I always try to focus on sleep. I'm not a good sleeper. I was born as a bad sleeper as a baby. <laughs> like literally I came out and I would be the only baby in that like hospital room with my eyes wide open. Wide open. <laughs> other babies were sleeping. So I know this about myself. It's about self-awareness. So I'm very regimented about my bedtime routine and how much sleep I get. And, you know, obviously there will be times where I fall off that, that routine. And then I try to forgive myself and remind myself every day is a new day to begin again. And so my ideal mornings are really getting seven to eight hours of sleep and then doing my morning 20 minute meditation. I love the Menji app. It's spelled M-A-N-J-I-T. It is incredible. Um, she's a dear friend and healer. She combines self-hypnosis with sound healing therapy with Death work. And it is just such a beautiful sensory experience to reground and nourish. And her app has different tracks depending on where you are, what you're feeling, what you're looking for. So it's beautiful. Highly recommend checking out the Menchi app. And I try to sun first thing in the morning, you know, like that getting sun in the morning does amazing things for circadian rhythm. It actually helps improve our sleep. Vitamin D is great for hormone balance. Uh, and then last thing, <laughs> my morning rituals are like two hours. But that's fine. I love that because that really sets the tone for the day. And depending on what time you wake up, like giving yourself that time and space can really, you know, help us just show up as our best selves. Totally. Um, and I love starting the day with um, a really nourishing bowl of ancient grains. Um, so I, I use a blend that's like 11 different grains from like barley, millet, quinoa to like sometimes I put in mung beans, which help drain dampness. So if you're feeling fatigued uh, and then depending on the morning, like I might add in some like kale or mushrooms and I always do a soft boiled egg and it's like this big hearty nourishing bowl that has all the nutrients I need in a day. So then if I eat like crap the rest of the day or I get really okay. busy, yeah, it's like, okay, I've already got like all the healthy fibers and greens. And then if I get more greens and healthy fibers, that's like a bonus. <laughs> totally. I love that. I think that again, also taking the time to make that it's mindful and it's your body like understanding like this is what I'm doing to take care of you. And it goes back to kind of what we said about you know, individuals just not really being so in tune with themselves. And that's what end up, you know, it ends up causing so many more problems along the line. Totally. And like meal prep Sundays <laughs> make it so much faster. Like I think I've got it down to like the ancient grains is only like 10 to 15 minutes because I've got everything already in the fridge that I'm just like putting into bone broth and heating you're, up. You're good to go. You're good to go. And then also I just, I love so much hearing from female founders and a lot of people that do listen to this podcast are wanting to learn more about the business and kind of how to start their own business or venture into something like that. So I wanted to know for any advice that you would have for someone wanting to start a business in holistic wellness or anything of kind of self-betterment, what would your advice be? It is such a fun roller coaster that is all encompassing. <laughs> so I feel like 
before even starting, it's like really prepare yourself to sense and savor and breathe into the highs and almost like if you can like like store them away for like the times that there will always be unexpected things that happen and my advice is really to expect and embrace the lows and know what nourishes you like what are like the friends what are the hobbies the activities like what really brings you joy and happiness and to know that going into this journey and to prioritize that to build your own resilience because i think like and this was totally advice i wish i would have had or taken and i think it's really easy like in those early days to just like go 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 because you have so much passion and excitement and want to get this thing off the ground and it's really easy to work ourselves to a place of burnout. But if we continue to bring in more joy and happy moments along the journey, I think it just builds that resilience. So when the unexpected lows occur, you're like, it's okay. Like, you know, this is part of the journey and you can take a different perspective on it. <laughs> I love that. And I appreciate that. And I think you are 1000% right. And I think a lot of it is the lows are learning opportunities about ourselves as well, right? Because we, it's how we, we react to situations. It just either we grow from it or those are things that are, we're going to be faced with again. And until we really learn how to navigate it within a way that can propel us forward, we're still going to be stuck in, you know, stuck in the past. Totally. My favorite mindfulness um, voice is Pema Chodron. She actually says that. She says like a lot of times, like things will keep reappearing in our lives mm -hmm. because they are our teachers, because they point to things that we haven't necessarily embraced or worked out. So it's like happening for us for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I am a huge fan of your brand. Just for so much of the integrity that goes behind what you put out, what you stand for. And for those listening, I highly recommend you check out Elix Healing online. There are quizzes for you to take to figure out what will work for you. And you can catch, I would personally say, follow Lulu on Instagram because you are always sharing so much. You are I like always a wealth of knowledge. So absolutely check out both Instagram accounts and that's it. Anything that you want to add? I guess I recently started on TikTok. Um, okay, this TikTok. <laughs> this journey has been all about pushing me outside of my comfort zone. Yes. I didn't have the app downloaded. I didn't know how it worked, but you know, my team gave me a challenge to just like post something every day for a month to learn the platform. And I ended up having a lot of fun. And then like one, what, like a couple of videos went viral. I was like, oh my gosh, this is how it works. That's the beauty of it. That's truly the beauty about it. Well, thank you so much, Lulu. Thank you, Michelle. It's been a joy and thank you for all that you do.